and welcome back to Graduate Gabble. We're going to continue our discussion of the postgraduate journey by chatting with two master's students who are preparing to write their dissertation. I'm Emer O'Connor and part of my role in the graduate school is to support postgraduate students with their academic writing. I am interested in hearing about how students are feeling as they approach their dissertation write-up. I would like to welcome Hannah to this episode and also to welcome back Elena who's been on Graduate Gabble before. Hannah, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself? Hi, uh, my name is Hannah and this will be my third time studying at Queen's. My undergraduate degree was in politics and my first master's was in conflict transformation and social justice. And this time around, I'm studying a master's in law. Thank you, Hannah. You really must have enjoyed your experience here at Queen's to come back and do a second master's with us. Elena? For any new listeners, could you remind us again about yourself and your master's topic? My name is Elena. I'm a languages student at Queen's and I'm currently studying the MRES Arts and Humanities. Within that, my discipline is in Spanish and my research focuses around the Spanish Civil War and foreign testimonies of this period in time. Thanks, Elena. As somebody who is writing a master's dissertation for the first time, how do you feel? Could you summarise this in three words? My first word, I would say, is overwhelmed. Overwhelmed at the prospect of having a dissertation ahead of me. My second word would be anxious. So anxious about time and my ability to do a dissertation. But my third word, I would say, is ready. Because although I feel maybe overwhelmed and anxious, I do actually feel ready to make a start because it is so close to dissertation season at the moment. Yes, Elena, I can absolutely empathise with how you're feeling right now. I remember when I was writing up my master's, I was awake at night trying to think of what it might look like. How was I going to structure it? I did feel a little bit overwhelmed at times, but I am delighted to hear that you are feeling ready to tackle this challenge. Thinking about that, Hannah, how do you feel about writing your second master's dissertation? I would say I'm quite nervous about writing a second dissertation. It's been about four years since I've written the first one. And I feel like I've almost forgotten the process of how to begin and how to start thinking again about those ideas. Yes, Hannah, I can relate to feeling nervous coming back to writing as well. Sometimes when you get out of the practice of writing, it can take a little bit of time to figure out how to start again. Also, feeling nervous can actually help us remain conscientious and shows that we care about our work and we want to put in the right thought and effort into our writing. So it's perfectly natural to feel a little bit nervous and apprehensive as you approach the write-up of your dissertation. What did you learn from your first master's experience that you were going to take into consideration when approaching your second dissertation write-up? This time around, I would definitely ask more questions in my undergrad, I felt like I kind of cheated the system in a way of I was able not to write a dissertation and instead I took three modules. So when it came to writing my dissertation, I felt so lost. And then, then in turn, I felt too afraid to ask questions or to look stupid. Um, but this time, email your supervisor or go to the library and find the librarian that specializes in your area because there's so much help out there. People will be willing to just show you around or show you the resources that are going to be helpful for you for you completing your dissertation. I would also say 
maybe implement a timeline. I think last time I really struggled with structure, especially because it's summer and there's so many different things you want to do. But maybe having your own personal kind of deadline so that maybe like by this week you'll have this chapter done or something like that. I think that would really help people. And I think the main point for me coming into this second dissertation is that at the time of writing my first one, there was this real push that the research that you're going to conduct, you know, make sure it's, it's going to make a big impact. And what I realized is that you might write something that will make a really big impact in the academic world, but you're still going to write something of you know, great quality that is going to make an impact, I guess, to you. So don't put that pressure on yourself that the research that you're going to conduct is going to change the world because that might not happen. Hannah, you've made some really interesting points. We have discussed on a previous podcast with Elena the importance of feeling that you're able to ask questions, look for clarification and use the resources that are available to you. I also agree that having your own personal timeline can help you break down larger tasks into manageable pieces that you can tick off as you go and really feel a sense of progress. And your point about managing your own expectations is very important. There are going to be other outcomes from your writing, maybe that aren't linked necessarily to academic impact, but they'll be outcomes for you. And you have noted yourself that it's going to be about improving your writing style, being able to communicate clearly. And these are all different skills that you can bring with you to further study or into the working world. So Elena, Hannah has touched on some things that she has found very useful. Have you come across any other resources or techniques that you have found helpful as you're approaching your write-up? Something I think that has worked for me has been reviewing what I've written with my supervisor and going back to my essays or my research submissions a few weeks or a few months later and maybe looking at, you know, one paragraph and realizing that I actually could have maybe written it better, although it might have got a good mark, I can still take that style that I would kind of automatically go to and review and see how I can actually improve. So I think reviewing my own work and not being too critical, but taking that opportunity to kind of constructively criticize my own work with the experience of my supervisor. I think I had mentioned on the first podcast as well, I was finding it quite difficult to be objective and that's something I've been able to work on since because I've kind of viewed maybe a few drafts and seen how I could have been more objective. And then I've written a piece in the end that has become that. And I still think that I can definitely work on that. So I think it's just about, you know, constantly reviewing maybe my own work. And that works for me. It mightn't be the case for other people. However, I will say from that as well that it's very important not to be too critical of yourself because I think the point of a master's is to improve as the year goes on, so something that you write in October or November, you're going to have much more hindsight in March when you look back on that work from October or November. So it's good to see progress rather than be too critical of what you started out with. Just kind of linking back there to what Hannah said about managing your expectations, that you do have the ability to do it. And it's just nice to see that progress. But again, just don't be too harsh on yourself. It is good to be constructive in terms of criticism. I suppose just to be proud of what you've done and to see that progress and to see the change and to review with your supervisor. I think it shows great maturity 
to stop and reflect back and find areas that you can improve upon. So well done, Elena, for having that hindsight. Academic writing is a continuous process. It is useful to get into the habit of writing and reflecting back and seeing what you can improve upon. And you'll find your own style and voice come through as you go through this editing and proofreading process. Sometimes sitting down to write can feel lonely at times, but please know that you are not alone. The graduate school provides space for you just to come and write in the company of other people. We provide workshops that will help you with your academic writing, time management, critiquing the literature, and just even getting into the habit of writing. We also have individual support sessions for students who maybe want to focus on particular aspects of their writing. So there's plenty of support that you can avail of within the graduate school and across Queen's as a whole. So with all this in mind, have you got any final tips or pieces of advice for somebody who's going to start writing up their dissertation? I haven't done a master's before, so in terms of dissertation, I don't have any specific advice, but I think just based on the experience so far is to just always ask. I think you've said that previously, and Hannah as well. I think asking is very underrated. I think people are too afraid to ask, and I certainly have been quite afraid to ask sometimes for fear of looking a bit silly, maybe with some questions. But so far, that has been what has been most helpful for me is to just ask someone that you trust. For example, I ask my supervisor probably far too many questions, but it has been very helpful. Elena, it's really great to hear that you're growing in confidence and reaching out and seeking support and finding answers to the questions that you have. Hannah, have you any tips or advice that you would like to add? I would say for postgraduate students, keep an eye out on the graduate school social media pages or your email account because there's going to be events that come up such as shut up and write. I was really struggling to get myself motivated to sit down and write my dissertation because I just get too anxious and everything felt really overwhelming. And someone had suggested attending this event. So I went along and it was a group of people. I believe it was uh, master's students and PhD students. And we all sat together and it was kind of like, okay, you're going to write for this amount of time, you know, take a break. And that's where I ended up meeting a lot of different people. And we sat down and discussed our ideas because they were able to give you advice saying, oh, maybe try this technique or look into this paper. And it was really just great that way. Chat to people about your idea, because I guess it's that thing of you've been working on it yourself for so long that it's really helpful to chat to people who have no idea about your topic. Being able to explain your idea to someone else almost helps with the writing process itself. When I think back to my first master's, attending those events were the times where I was the most productive. The other thing I would really stress is you need to look after yourself and your mental health. Writing a dissertation is such a big task and at times it can feel lonely and you might put yourself under such pressure to you know, get everything done and to make that big impact. But you really need to look after yourself. And if you ever feel that you're struggling or things are too much to reach out to the different services at Queen's or the Wellbeing Centre, because there's lots of people out there who are willing to give you a helping hand. Looking after your own mental health is very important at any time during your master's dissertation. When you approach the write-up, it can feel a little bit isolating. And that's why, Hannah, I love that you've mentioned the shut up and write. 
it can also help you just feel like you're not alone in this write-up process. So at the start of our podcast, we asked Elena to summarize how she's feeling about approaching a dissertation. Hannah has already completed one dissertation. So Hannah, do you remember how you felt when you submitted your dissertation? And if so, can you summarize it in three words? I will never forget this memory um, when I'd submitted my dissertation. I'd walked out of the graduate school and I sat outside on the wall and I was almost, it was like I was in a daze. I just couldn't believe that it was all over. I was so proud of myself because when I had started in 2016, I knew nothing about Guatemala or anything about its peace process. But in September of 2017, I managed to write 15,000 words on Guatemala and the peace accords. And I was just so proud of myself that I managed to complete such a task. I was also exhausted because the stress, those final few days, I can be so stressful. And I had the unfortunate event of one of my files corrupting a few days before. So I had the stress of trying to rewrite a good bit of it. And finally, I was just in shock. I, I guess I always have that imposter syndrome of, oh, I can't do this or I'm not great. But I was in shock that I had managed to pull together 15,000 words on a topic that I ended up really in love with. That sounds like such a roller coaster of emotions. I can remember handing in my master's dissertation and you just feel like the world is a little bit brighter and your shoulders are a little bit lighter. I also think it's very important to stop and reflect and allow yourself feel that sense of pride. It's a huge accomplishment. And I think that it's also very important then to treat yourself for reaching this milestone. So could I ask you both, have you got any treats planned for when you submit your dissertation? So I had initially wanted to do the Camino de Santiago from France to Spain after I had completed my undergrad and my master's. Unfortunately, because of our current circumstances, I don't think that will go ahead anymore in September. But it's something that I would maybe like to do for next year. That will be my reward, as I say, for completing my time at Queen's so far. But I think in reality, I will probably just take some time in September to myself, switch off for a bit, take some weeks away from working and studying and just enjoy my own company, enjoy hopefully the company of friends and family and just enjoy the small things, I think. I find it funny that when I finished my first master's, I promised myself I would never go back into academia. But here we are for a third time. And I would love most of all to meet back up with the women who really supported me during my first master's, um, Lucy and Katie. Uh, I haven't seen them since 2019. And they were just the best support network when we were all together trying to write our dissertation. And I would love to finally meet back up again with them and just have a celebration. Well, I truly hope, Hannah, you get to meet up with Katie and Lucy soon. And Elena, I hope you get to enjoy some of your own company and just space and time to be come September. I would like to thank you both for sharing your experiences with us today. It really brought back some memories for me and I can remember the range of emotions that I experienced during the dissertation write-up journey. Hopefully our listeners will find your tips, guidance and advice useful. We would like the discussion to continue beyond this podcast. So if you would like to share your thoughts and tips, please do so on Twitter using at 
QUB grad school.